Bertha Charuma on SAFM. And it is Jet Set Breakfast right here on SAFM, the gift of the givers. And uh, we do know that they have been very, very active and giving uh, throughout the year. We reflect on these two organizations. Uh, that's uh, The other one, we'll speak to them a bit later on. But, um, uh, you know, organizations that are part of many more organizations in the country working to create positive impact in our communities and being actively engaged uh, within marginalized communities and reflecting on the highlights of their work for 2023. And joining us online, I've got Ali uh, Sable, spokesperson uh, from Gift of the Givers. Good morning and welcome to Jets at Breakfast. Thank you for having me. Well, Gift of the Givers, we know that, you know, you do absolutely fantastic work and you've been at it for a very, very long time. But let's reflect. 2023, what is some of the work that you've been engaged in? Okay, and then when we start at the beginning of the year, we go back to the 5th and 6th of February. When a 7.8 magnitude earthquake hit Turkey, over over 55,000 people has passed on and Turkey has reached out to countries to assist with um, search and rescue services. Gift of the Givers teams activated within 12 hours, and we got them to the ground, and in day eight, with the help of our partners, the South African Police Services, we managed to pull out a 91-year-old granny alive. It was part of um, history, as the t- many teams were there from other regions, and our South African team and our South African uh, canine unit managed to pull out someone alive, and some of the local highlights at the beginning of the year is ro- trying to roll out 8,000 wheelchairs in the Eastern Cape. As we know, there's a backlog of 5,000. Um, that was the key thing in the Eastern Cape. Locally as well, establishing many more feeding centers for uh, malnourished uh, patients, malnourished patient, uh, uh, children. You know, at the beginning of the year, we received a call from a clinic in the Northern Cape where they informed us you know, we have all the resources, we have the medication, but we cannot give it to the patients and, you know, it prolongs the healing. We then found out, or we then, we, we then inquired, what is the problem? They then informed us, um, seeing the status of the people um, and to our, our social workers visiting the people's homes, there's nothing for them to eat. Is it possible you guys could establish a feeding scheme near the, near the, um, the, the clinic? And with that, we were able to bring down the HIV and TB uh, um, rate in that area just for the simple thing of intervention of providing food to people and for them to take their medication. Then as well, we managed to um, sponsor cataract programs in Tosafir where people were on the waiting list for about 10 to 14 years. And one very touching story was, was when a father who was completely blind by cataract mm. and in that time his wife has given birth and he saw his son, his, his son uh, for the first time in, in physically uh, after, in, when the child was five years old. He could not see the child growing up. And with a simple removal of the cataract, he could have a connection with his son again. So there's many other programs that, was, that, that highlighted during um, uh, the 2023. And the most recent one was um, the, the current intervention we are having in Gaza. Yes, that is such a very, very... Very heartbreaking um, situation. Most definitely. And in that process, I'm sure everyone still remembers, on the 16th of November, the head of our Gaza team, 
Dr. Ahmad Abbasi and his brother Mustafa Abbasi was brutally killed by the Israeli forces when they stepped out of morning prayers. And his only crime was to provide water to the thirsty, provide food to the hungry, provide medication and uh, consumables to the hospitals that was in dire need of it. That was the only crime he committed. And then most recently, one of, another team member of, uh, of our Gaza office, Aya Jabbar, during the war, she lost 50 of her family members. She was very concerned about her mom. And two weeks ago, while she was addressing a, the media here in Cape Town, the following day, she received the call. Her stepfather stepped out of the building. The, the, the Israeli forces, the, the Israeli snipers shot him in the stomach. He has sadly passed on. And then on the Thursday, she received a dreadful call. A call she was ready and, and she was very concerned about her mother. And then she received a call. The IDF forces bombed the building where her mother, her uncles, her aunts, her nephews, her nieces were all stationed in close to 60 members killed in one go. That's a completely, uh, a whole branch of a family completely wiped off. She will never have any family of a mom's relatives on that side again, as they have been completely wiped out. Our interventions are still continuing. Gifts of the Divis teams are working very closely with the South African government, with Turco, with Minister Naledi Pando, in uh, getting humanitarian aid delivered into, into, um, into Gaza. Um, it, it, was, it was a frustrating, our, our trucks only reached there after 13 days because of all the security checks that they have to go through. We still have another trucks, um, we still uh, there's still another 10 superlinks on hand to go into Gaza in the next few days. Um, the Anglican Church of South Africa, who's on the top of Jerusalem, will be visiting our warehouses in Cairo over the coming few days to, um, to witness the goods and the trucks being uh, packed and to do a small prayer before it goes into Gaza. So our interventions, our interventions are still continuing. There's a huge shortage of medications and sanitary towels and food items. That's the metras going through into Gaza. Mm. And then we, we've got uh, at least let's look at the bright side of things in, in, in all this uh, dimness that we're experiencing. They, you, um, uh, one of the hostages, South African hostages, who was released? That's correct. You know, um, we received the good news about five days ago. Um, you know, during the process, um, our, our, our Mali head, Yahya Diko, was engaging with um, the, the, the intermediaries who are connected to Al-Qaeda to um, get the release of Herko. You know, his family hasn't seen him for six years. And then we received the good news five days ago. They released him. They first tried to release him in Mali. Mali State Security Agency was not prepared to, to negotiate with him. Then they tried Mauritania, and then finally they passed him onto the Algeria Security Forces, who has taken him in. He's currently still there, um, he's, uh, recouping in hospital, uh, but he's been thought of coming back home. Only the security agencies of Africa will know, as they are the diplomatic and uh, the agency in charge of bringing in the hostages home. Mm. And the beautiful news of the KFC and Gift of the Givers, uh, adding hope, uh, you know, festive donation update. You've raised quite a lot of money. Uh, what, over 5.5 million rand? You know, this is, this is good news. You know, people don't understand the extent of hunger in our country, especially in the rural areas. You know, on the 6th of August, our, uh, we celebrated our 31 years anniversary as Gift of the Givers. But on the same day, we received a dreadful call 
from Toleni village in Butterworth. When the South African police services and community members called us, can you please come to uh, and to do an intervention in our village? We're sitting with a crisis here. Our team went and they found out a mother killed her three children, not because of any um, um, uh, and problems with her husband or any other uh, or any other thing that she killed them because she could not be the extent of them going hungry every day. So this partnership with KSC, we will be able to reach out to many more areas around the, uh, South Africa. We've identified the malnutrition hotspot areas in the country, and with this donation of South Africans, uh, we will be able to assist these communities by establishing feeding schemes, working with dietitians, so that we can get nutritional meals to these kids. You know, this time of the year, it's very sad. Uh, you know, from our interventions in COVID-19, when we usually investigate, why are the children during the festive period, the Christmas and New Year's period, why are they stretching in the bins along the N1 and the N2? And then they inform us. The parents send them onto these, uh, to, those, to, 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 to scratch these rubbish bins for food because this, they, they know guaranteed toilet will be throwing in something, at least there will be something for them to eat during the festive period. So with this partnership, it's exciting. We will be able to establish minimal feeding schemes to assist the most vulnerable. Mm. I think our humanity just needs to come back. Things have changed. Uh, we went through COVID, like you're saying, and people are really struggling financially. Just to put food on the table has become such a mission. And I think, you know, it's we really need to do something as a nation. I really, really do think so. But I think, well, where Gift of the Givers is concerned, you've been doing it and uh, you keep doing what you do best. But thank you so much, Ali, for joining us right here on Jet Set Breakfast and keep on doing the great work. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's Ali um, Sable, spokesperson, Gift of the Givers, raising money and uh, just, you know, going into the corners of the country to feed those that are hungry and assist those that are struggling. Still to come, highlighting the work of uh, the next NGO we're going to talk about um, is uh, quite an interesting one, Home of Hope for Girls. And we will be chatting to Gift in Changase, Secretary of Board at the organization, um, Beria Hilbra Home of Hope.